0: It's about color instead of us sitting down at the table like men and women of common sense and common justice. And understanding that our enemies are looking with a greedy vigilance upon us as we tear ourselves apart eternally. They have been watching us for 50 years preparing step by step by step by step for us to kill ourselves. And I may not be back here next year, and I'm sure everything I say is, say is gonna be misconstrued and misquoted and used against me in November. Fine, fine, because I stand for my father's legacy. I stand for the men and women who acted like they had some sense and some courage and changed this country. By being men and women who stood for something. If we don't start standing for something, don't you know that the people who are looking at what's happening in Washington, in Detroit, in Portland, in Seattle, they're getting emboldened because we act like a bunch of punks, too frightened to stand up and protect our own stuff. You tell me that somebody got the right to tear down property that Tennessee taxpayers paid for, that American taxpayers paid for, and somebody has the right to destroy it, deface it, and tear it down? What kind of people have we become that we can't protect our own stuff? Peaceful protest ends peacefully. Anarchy ends in chaos. And what we see happening right now, any of us with any common sense, any common sense whatsoever, know that what we see is not peaceful. So we can continue to fool ourselves and mix with words and use rhetoric and public relations in order to frost this stuff over and put a nice picture on what we see that is frightening, frightening. I have a nephew who is a policeman who talked about getting attacked the other night. You're telling me that somebody has the right to throw feces and urine in the face of those that we as taxpayers pay to protect us, and that's okay? What has happened to us? If we don't get this right right now, I've got grandchildren. I don't want to see the country. We're going to have 5, 10, 15, 20 years from now. If we don't start acting like we got some guts, right now, brethren, sister and friends, colleagues, right now.
1: <laughs> okay. Oh and now uh, the interview we're live at Fraser's Carpet One that is state representative John DeBerry we'll take your phone calls on it after the uh interview airborne traffic pete michaels
2: this report is sponsored by usaa life insurance company today's the day to help secure your family's tomorrow and for less than you may think with the usaa life insurance policy you can provide for the every day visit usaa.com life life insurance provided by usaa life insurance company san antonio texas
1: Got a bit of pretty good slowdown now in I-40 eastbound, trying to get by the West Hills area. We've had two or three wrecks around West Hills. They're getting lanes reopened, but traffic's backed up back toward Cedar Bluff. Pellissippi Parkway heavy, good moving. Extra time needed out of downtown Knoxville. Report of a wreck westbound off at the Paper Mill Road. I like CBD, American Shaman. Look, they will allow you to sample first. Nobody else could do that. 100% money back guarantee. American Shaman Locations. Starting out with a little fog on Friday, then a few storms in the mountains and foothills, 89. Better chances of rain both days this weekend. From the WVLT Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Ben Cathy. The Halloran Hilton Hill Show is brought to you by New Balance Knoxville. For premium cushion in every step, head to New Balance Knoxville and experience the new Fresh Foam X Collection designed to give you your smoothest run yet.
0: George Washington wintered at Valley Forge. You won't believe who wants to winter in your home this year. Stink bugs, ladybugs, box elder bugs, kudzu bugs, ugly, smelly bugs all looking for winter shelter. Southeast Termite and Pest Control will keep these fall invaders out because once they're in, there's little hope against the allergens and smell. An affordable one-time treatment that leaves no stains. Let Southeast keep your home safe and clean this winter. Call Southeast Termite and Pest Control, 925-3700 or SoutheastTermite.com and turn back the invaders. Hordes.
2: Sometimes in business, the unexpected comes calling. But even in, I'm going to say it, unprecedented times. Don't bounce back. Bounce forward with Comcast Business. Bounce forward fast with internet speeds up to a gig. With the flexibility to update your bandwidth in just a few clicks. And with security solutions that help keep your connected devices protected. Be fast, be flexible, be ready for what's next. And bounce forward help your business to bounce forward with this amazing offer get a powerful and reliable internet and voice solution from comcast business starting at 35 dollars each a month for 24 months for two years when you buy both call 1-800-501-6000 or go to comcastbusiness.com today to find out more Offer ends 10-21-2020. Restrictions apply. Limited to new Comcast business, 35 megabits per second internet and one voice mobility customers. Early termination fee applies. Enrollment in equal bill and auto pay required. Equipment, installation taxes and fees extra. Subject to change. Is your AC system not so economized? That's when you realize it's time to call Climatize. Call Climatize Heating and Cooling today or go to ClimatizeTennessee.com. And remember, second opinions are always free. Climatize. Hey, this is Dr. Jake from Victory Health Center. Listen to Victory Health Radio every single Saturday and Sunday to get the crucial information that you need to know to be healthy. Saturdays at noon, Sunday night at 9, here on News Talk 98.7 WOKI.
1: You're listening to Triple H from the Brogan Financial Studio of News Talk 98.7 WOKI. We're live at Frazier's Carpet One. Last week, uh, Frazier's big summer sizzler sale. What did you think of? State Representative John DeBerry. Well, I had a chance to talk to him. State Representative John DeBerry is my guest on the Triple H Radio Experience for a Super Thursday interview, brought to you by Milligan Vane, uh, sir. It's an honor to speak to you.
0: Well, it is an honor to speak to you, and I appreciate you uh, uh, letting me be on your show today. And, uh, and I bid greetings to all of your listeners.
1: What a speech! Well, the speech that you made on the floor on the 12th of last month, to me, it was it was breathtaking um, because it felt like every cell in your body was resonating with your truth. What brought well, you to that moment, that speech?
0: Well, it had been a tumultuous two days. Uh, We had talked about these bills. We had uh, argued over these bills. Uh, Both Democrats and Republicans, liberals and conservatives, we had talked about all of the issues that are going on as well as watching the issues that are happening around the country. And so all of this together, I had pretty much made up my mind that I wasn't going to say anything. It was one of those occasions where you feel like Well, if you talk, you may say the wrong thing. And I'm in the middle of a contentious election and and folks can take things out of context and say you said things you didn't say. So I'm arguing with myself as to whether or not I'm going to say anything. But when we got on the floor and it continued, it's not so much as what you hear from the floor. It's some of the things that were said that you never would hear because they're said behind closed doors. And at a certain point, I would had all I could take. And whatever it cost me, if it cost me the election, if it cost uh, me friends, if it cost folks at the church not liking me, I I had to stand up and I felt like I was constrained uh, by my my creator to stand up and say some things because what had to be said was bigger than me and more important than me. And so I I kind of stood up. I, I really didn't know what I was going to say, sir. But... Um, But it uh, it was one of those occasions when the Lord helped me and was gracious to me and helped me say the right things the right way uh, to resonate uh, to, to folks, to make them think. Because it was just amazing to me some of the things that were being said and how folks were not thinking about the consequences of the things they were saying.
1: What were some of the things being said?
0: Well, the fact is that folks were justifying this type of lawlessness, this anarchy, this, this, this uh, pillaging and burning and, and destruction, as though there is some logical, reasonable reason as to why this should go on in a civilized nation, in a nation of laws, that folks should have the right, the absolute right. Uh, to go and and destroy public property and destroy private property and that there should be a justification for it. And, you know, even to the point of someone even re quoting what someone had said on a news story, that this was some type of reparations and that it was justified because they had insurance. And it just, it, 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 it was really insulting to hear some of the things that people were saying.
1: State Representative John DeBerry is my guest on the Triple H Radio Experience. In your speech, you scrolled back to your time actually going through the civil rights movement in this state, in a segregated Tennessee, and yes, you sir. talked about how you would dress, how you comported yourself. Um Take us back through what you actually experienced in the state and talk a little bit about what was the strategy behind speaking well, dressing well, presenting yourself in a certain way.
0: Well, you know, we all know that in those days, uh, there were so many negative stereotypes about uh, black folks. Uh, There were things that were said that were absolutely not true that were never part of of the way I was raised and the way I was taught. I was brought up in a Christian home. My father was a minister for over 50 years. My mother taught Sunday school. Both of them were civil rights workers. I went to Dunn Avenue School, 1956, Miss Rowley's class. And I remember the first time standing beside my desk and putting my hand over my heart and saying the Pledge of Allegiance. This was important in our house. My dad was a Korean a war era veteran, um, uh, we, we were taught to love our country, but uh, if I got on a bus, I walked to the back of the bus. It was understood. If I it went to get water that was white and colored, I, I drank from the colored water fountain. My grandmother, I can remember one time we were going to downtown Memphis And I wanted to drink from the other water fountain. I could see that 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 water was cooled and I could see the frost on the nozzle there, that that water was cold. And, And I kind of pitched a fit with my grandmother. I must have been maybe five, six years old, first grade. And my grandmother made me bend over and look under those fountains. She said, Nick, that's what they called me, Nick. She said, Nick, look at this. She said, you see that pipe coming out of the wall? I said, yes, ma'am. She said, you see it going to the right? It went to the colored water. I said, yes, ma'am. I said, you see? She said, you see it going to the left? Under the white water. I said, yes, ma'am. She said, it's the same water. Get yourself some water and let's go. And that's the way I was raised. I was raised never to let anything get in the way. Never let anybody define me. Always carry yourself in such a way that when you walk away, Whatever negative stereotypes they had, whatever prejudice that they had, they had to work within themselves because I did not display those. Dr. King led men and women with integrity, with courage, with character. Um, I'm not telling young folks they've got to dress the way we dressed 50 years ago, but I know one thing for sure. In that particular time in history, the way they stood there and faced down billy clubs and axe handles and dogs and and uh, a fire hydrant um, and they stood without uh destroying property peacefully they changed the world as I said in that speech and all I would like for young people to do is realize that when they Burn and and destroy and steal, uh, that they are working against themselves and not for themselves.
1: I think that is so powerful. However, um, we have a lot in common. My father was a minister for fifty years, <laughs> and my mother was a teacher. I was I was raised with similar values. Those values were never politicized. They just were the values you governed life by. Right. Uh, or with um but here's what happens to a black man that refers to those values in the middle of times like this you're an uncle tom yes sir
0: you- well I have heard that but the bottom
1: line is that i I'll, I'll accept that as a compliment obviously the people-